0: G'day and welcome to the mailbag. A little bit of a review and then a big preview ahead of a big weekend. Uh, curse. what happened,
1: eh? What happened there? Um, laid the winner at um, at uh, Townsville.
2: <laughs>
1: <coughs> Where do we
0: start, Peter?
2: Uh, well, I mean, was there any race that you thought or any horses to follow from the weekend? Was there any talking points? A lot has happened. I can't even remember what happened last week, let alone what happened over the weekend. Um,
0: um, I don't actually know where my iPad is and I don't want to go out there and razz the kid up just in case we might be able to enjoy a bit of peace. Um, Hangman won. Riddle Me That Should Have Won. That was that day at Caulfield. Um, Shandy, well, we'll never know. Uh, Skyman's a good horse. Skyman ran a big figure in a career peak. Um, Let me get up the Skyman data because it's good. Okay, so Skyman won the last race of the day in the second best overall time for the meeting. Okay, so it was a, a benchmark 90. There was two group three races, four... Three, four open races and a listed race. It was only a benchmark 90. It was the second strongest performance of the day just about. Uh, this Skyman is a nice horse. It wasn't suited badly at Yarra Valley when it was beaten by Hangman, who came out and won the Easter Cup. Um, Skyman's now run like a 12.3. Its previous peak was a, was a 9.4. I think this is a really progressive horse and something you can follow with confidence. Um, I think you can forgive Shandy's Run big time in this race. Um, just sort of, it was a really good ride. Whoever rode man, D Thornton, he uh, he taught D Lane a little lesson for once. Um, and and what else do I want to say? Two year old race or three year old race is interesting. Um, you know, if you're backed or owned Litchfield County, A Steam, thinking of you still, mate, um, you'd be sick. Very, very uh, sloppy ride. Never really tested it and Riddle me that, probably the two sort of heartbreaks of the day, both going really well. Um, Interesting, like some of those three-year-olds, like particularly that Litchfield County, backed up a good figure at Sandown. Um, Be interesting to see how strong that form is over the next few weeks. I think a few of them might go to Adelaide. And um, that's about it.
2: All right, very good. Kels, anything of note from Queensland, any talking points, anything in the news that we should have a yarn about before we start?
1: In Queensland in particular, uh, on track, uh, Tycoon Evie's the horse to follow um, out of the meeting on Saturday. It, was, um, it went to the races, underdone, coming back off a let-up after a 1,600-metre win, and it wasn't ready. Train that sort of admitted itself, no trial, no jump out, nothing, just go there for a pipe opener, and it was sensational. Fastest last 600, second fastest last 400, and fastest last 200 of the meeting. I'd expect that she'll be a local horse that can measure up during the carnival. The rest of the meeting was pretty ho-hum, really, but she was certainly the shining light of that meeting on Saturday at Eagle Farm.
2: All right, very good. Um, news-wise, there's been just a lot of noise this week. I think it's fair to say, uh, whether it's talking about yearlings or Jamie Carr riding in Sydney, or I mean, for fuck's sake, does anyone actually punt in this country anymore? Just complete and utter nonsense for the most part. Anyway, yeah, we can't,
1: we can't, we we can't um, let the two the two very distinct different uh, parts of the great game blend together there is the breeding game and then there is the racing game
2: yeah
1: never two shall meet um on you know you're either in the breeding game or you're in the racing game i think um probably a third part and that's the wagering game um <laughs> but anyway in new south wales when it comes to jamie i thought you'd be a little bit more vocal peter because we know that little tiny soft spot in your cold, dead heart, <laughs> you have a joke. <the> <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: that's, uh, that's the only part of me that's still alive.
1: Yeah, speaking of blurring lines there, um, looking forward to, to see if if anything does come of that, um, what's going on in Sydney there, but um, probably leave that I'll leave that for you blokes to discuss on a Sydney show one day. It, is that today or tomorrow?
2: Uh, it'll be tomorrow. It'll be first thing tomorrow. There's still plenty of work to be done on the Sydney card, I'd imagine. Ten races. Not sure exactly what the track's going to be. Plenty my of jets.
0: Might, might know something. You never know. Yeah, we'll um, throw
2: it out there to the great man. See what I we did can ask,
0: find. I did ask one person, and that, they misunderstood what I was asking, and they went, oh, my God, surely not. Because I said, have you heard this thing about car and? Oh.
2: Oh. That's clearly never happening. Surely, um, okay. Shall we have a look at a race at Corfield? Jack Dickens, you've done the card. You've seen a few bets. Uh,
0: I, I think just. For, I would like to say though, that with the breeding stuff, the trainers are asking for a school for people to be um, educated so they can have better employees. Peak trainers. Um, it's someone that like. It's like. They're not responsible for training their staff. Someone else is. And then who pays for that? Certainly not them. Probably the punter. In a week when the sales were enormous, why is everyone in a position that could speak so scared to say the obvious that there should be a small, tiny percent taxed on the sales to fund all those uh, brilliant ideas to, to, which are good ideas to educate and grow the game to, to find new people to work in the game because they, all these people are needed why does no one talk about it?
2: because it's easier to do nothing yeah, right, let's do nothing ourselves <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about uh, things we can control
0: yeah, let's talk about race 3 at Caulfield I really like this race
2: all right, beautiful. Let's have a look.
0: I want to back number one, Superium.
2: Oh, Rob Scarry's old that mate? right? Yeah, Superium. Rob Scurry's uh, old favourite. I think he was one uh, of the originals.
0: It was sort of. Um, it's a weird race, and there's a few map problems for a bunch of them. Like uh, Wilmot Pass, Napoleon, Albert, maybe a little Contra. I just think superior from barrier five doesn't have to be last. And then I went and checked its trials. It's had one trial. The trial was at maybe Rose Hill, and it was pretty solid work. It was solid, like it was not as good, but it was near dirty work. Um, so it's just, it's a good enough trial. Um, only the one trial scared me. So I went back and checked the previous prep. It had one trial last prep. I think it was at Hawkesbury. It was solid, no real God a bit like this one. And it came out and was pretty good. First up in a decent race, not really sort of ever didn't get a lot of momentum when it needed it. Uh, I think it's well worth about at five bucks here. Um, I really really like the setup. Is it still five dollars
2: though? Four eighty best available. Um, most of the books sitting at four twenty to four forty. It's also the first start for Team Hawks. It was with Joseph Pride before that.
0: Ah, oh, I didn't know that. I just thought there's nothing else in this race that really stood out. Like, oh, I, don't want to be with Sham. I am Moi Chu. Who's your housemate or wise hero? They're the sort of leading horses. What, what have I done there?
2: <laughs> nothing. Just, who names a horse? Who's your housemate? Seriously.
0: Yeah. Was, oh, we we called one count, Carmen in San Diego,
2: so I think we should shut our mouths. Be careful that we. Um, okay. Good. That's there race go.
0: three. So race three, number one, Superior.
2: Got anything else for us at Caulfield? Anything else you like?
0: Um, I thought the the horse that we backed, the one for us at Mornington, Mickey Walker gave it a, a real good ride there uh, earlier on in the day, Mohican Heights. Yep. Is that what it's called? I don't have my usual notes because they're outside and I don't want the kid to get distracted and let him know that I'm in here doing this. <laughs> Is it called Mohican Heights? I'm just checking
2: Keep going. Anyway, keep going. it yes, won it
0: really well. It won really, really well at Morningstone. Clock. One of the fastest last two hundred meters of the day. There, um, they they walked early and they were entitled to sort of close well. But it, it was a big run, a big close. It's lightly raced. It's on the up. It's now third up this prep. There's a lot of like old like sort of number stayers in this race. Uh, worried gets a little bit further back than we want, but it is a long staying race and it shouldn't overly matter. The rail position at Caulfield might be at 10 metres on Saturday, which can throw up a few sort of patterns, but we've got a 30-degree day here now, Thursday, a little bit of wind, so I expect they're irrigating. Um, I reckon the track might favour on-pace horses slightly, but it's irrelevant in this race. Okay. And I think I think back in race three we get a fair enough price for like midfield or worse than midfield. With superior in a weak shitty race. Yep. Yep. So they're the two bets: Mohican Heights to, to, to back up that and win, which was basically, if you look at the section I was on punningform.com.au, it was like a barrier trial, but it was a very very good one.
2: Okay. I don't mind that. It's a bit of field for you, curls. What did we get up at Doomben? I saw again you've backed something each way early for some of the members.
1: Happy. Yeah. What? Um. Race six was it race. Know that. Race of interest, uh, pay your subscription, you'll get it. Um, <laughs> Good. Uh, race six uh, is of interest to me uh, at Doombin. It's a 1,600-metre race um, for the three-year-olds here, and it's just full of horses that just, like, aren't strong milers to me, to, to what I can see. Um to the eye. It's the power like, of you and your little mates like,
0: fuck me. When, when did you send that? It's already gone off. Too good. Too strong. There's a subscription paid
1: for for the week. Well, hopefully, hopefully we, um, we can at least beat SP. More important beating of SP. <laughs> um, look, this horse is full of, this race is full of horses. I think they don't necessarily want the mile um, for where they are in their preparation, right? So abracadazzle, oh, fair enough. Um, you know, it's, it's got good figure at the mile. It's got his personal best figure at the mile um, at Eagle Farm, but it's nothing flash. And you got horses in the market like Better Get Set, who doesn't really suggest to me that it's looking for the mile. Um, cosmic Gossip, or oh, it's not really in the market, I suppose. Um, horses like Calm Seeker coming back in trip. Uh, Criminal Defence, who sort of ran on okay to mile a couple back and then sort of... Went back in trip off a little freshen because they got the derby sort of in its sights, but I just don't see it. Um, hasn't done enough for me. So there's a few, a lot of question marks around a lot of these horses. So I was sort of looking for a horse on the up and I found that in dealer power. Uh, the 11, lightly raced horse from the Golan Yard. No weight. Look, just on raw numbers itself, like it's probably at the bottom of the list here. Um, was a good winner on a heavy 10 and I just thought its sectionals were really strong and it looks like a horse that's sort of starting to learn what it's all about. It, was, um, it wasn't it was horrible on debut, but it just it sort of didn't put it all together and then sort of seemed to race a little bit more tractably, a little bit better last start. And I think there's a lot of improvement in this horse. Like this is a sort of horse that, um, you know, finds the right conditions. It's a heavy nine there at the moment, rated. that it'll improve. Um, but from a good gait and with a bit of more race experience, I think it'll race, you know, a little bit sort of closer, you um, it's like right down in the weights with 54, and it's just, it's the only horse in this field that it could that it could easily improve for it could improve its rating, you know, four or five lengths here quite comfortably going from the um, Saturday provincials to Saturday Metro, um, and be right in the finish here um, if it does that. I think it's got the ability to do it. And we've taken like 14, 12 down to 11. Uh, and backed it each way. I just think it gets the right run, and it's got a lot, a, a lot more upside than anything in this field. And I just think um, it could easily start like six or seven, five or six bucks. You know, this horse um, with a bit of a push on the day. So, yeah, I just thought it was, uh, thought it was a good bet. Don't often sort of send anything out early, but I couldn't resist on this one. Beautiful. What
0: What do you guys think of horses back and trip?
1: Oh. Uh, Obviously it depends, but
2: um, I don't really have a rule. Like I know no, some people have rules with regard to back and trip, you know, if it's a fast run race back and trip or whatever the case may be. I, I don't really have a rule when it comes to it. I
0: know I know we've played around for years, Pete, with the systems on Punting Form, which are a great tool for testing what well, we speak about all the time, testing your little theories. It's always pretty hard to figure out which way's best with it, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, and I think there's differences between states and so forth as well. You can get fast run races in the country versus what happens provincially versus what happens on a metro level. I think all that adds up, you know, what the break between runs is as well. If it's a quick backup versus if it's a two- to three-week gap, I think there's heaps of variables when it comes to it. Yep.
1: Lots of variables, yeah. leave like In this race, for example, Calm Seek is only... Yeah, what's he? Twenty-one days between runs, something like that. He'll be. Um, he drops back from twenty-two hundred. Um, you know where he ran the f- third fastest last two hundred of the meeting. You know over twenty-two hundred. It's so suggesting that you know you could possibly re you could possibly reassess its campaign and think maybe a derby down the you know in four or five or six weeks' time in Queensland Derby. Um, so to get there, they've probably given it a fresh and back to the mile. Yeah. So in my like in my eye, that's sort of like not today. Yeah.
2: Meanwhile, I'll just uh, have a quick chat about Ascot, um, Derby Day locally, WA Derby. You've got a dollar forty favourite in Western Empire. I'm just just going to have a couple. So
0: first, so let, let me guess, it's Cerise and White and Pike's riding it.
2: Yeah, of course. I've also decided I'm just going to follow Pike wherever he goes. So if he goes east, I'll go east. If he comes back west, I'll come back west. I think that's just really? easier. Mentally.
0: Do you carry his bags?
2: No, no, no. He can carry mine, though. He can probably fit in mine. Um, sorry, that, that was a bit cheap, wasn't it? Um, he might be bigger than you. Let's settle down. For
0: those watching home, Peter, like, stands into the screen a bit, but he's not a <laughs> big, thick unit. <laughs> Like with a with a like training program and like the courage which we'd all like to sit on those things at that speed, <laughs> you could be, almost be a jockey.
2: Once upon a time, Jamie might be taller
0: camp. than you. Jamie might's probably taller than me. He doesn't have an obsession with McChicken's and McFlurries though.
2: <laughs> I did see the two dollar McFlurry advertise the oh. other day.
0: What a what a result that is. Just yeah. when I started to
2: really get into my work with the McFlurries, they've dropped
0: them to two bucks.
2: At least you don't have to go to Sandown, so there's no excuse to just cross the road and go to McDonald's. Why did Dicko cross the road? We all we
0: all went we all went on Wednesdays, a few of us in a car, little
2: little trip. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, WA Derby. Yes, Western Empire's favourite, big whoop. What are you gonna do? Back a dollar forty shot? Have fun. I'm gonna have a tiny bet on Brave Angel, which was borderline slaughtered last start um very interesting ride not in a bad way it's just that the horse was given no joy early sneaked heavily back into the middle of the field then got shuffled back towards second last and was actually going probably as well as uh the winner um not the winner the favorite pure devotion which is not in this derby field which is also interesting so brave angel around 15 will probably get 20 plus on the fair i think that's worth a snick and uh, Oak as well, which has drawn pretty soft. Another horse, just didn't really have the best of things. I'm backing a couple of the fillies to run out the 2400. I don't know about Temptation over 2400. It was basically stopped in the straight in the Oaks um, and its price basically reflects that. Western Empire can have the dollar forty. I might play some cheap and nasty exotics as well around those to try and jag a good result. Lovely. Don't at me if you don't like it, I don't care. Because <laughs> I won't read it anyway. Because who needs that shit in your life? It's pointless. It's a waste of time. Go outside, people. Go watch a movie. Read a book. Maybe listen to a podcast. that's about something interesting that can further your life and enjoyment. You're humans. Remember that. You're not just robots.
1: <laughs> Good to have you back, Peter.
2: Yeah. Well, I read
1: my third book in three weeks this week, Pete.
2: And you're onto war and peace as well. Like, <laughs> legitimately, I <laughs> said was thinking, oh, it's not going to be War and Peace. He's act- Curly's actually reading War and Peace.
1: No, 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 it's not quite.
2: No. What's this? Oh, hang on. Can you it's, read not that? Coming, it's not nah, coming through. Bring it forward.
1: Oh, it's because of that <laughs> stupid back.
2: <background. laughs> <laughs> oh, it's The Art of War, The Art of War, the sorry. The Art of War. Yeah, that's war. even better.
1: The Art of War. It's just a little book of almost like book of quotes, if you like.
0: There's been a uh, bit of warring going on on Twitter, curls. Like you, you'd be easily our like most relevant correspondent, like most thorough watcher of YouTube uh, of Twitter. Yep, absolutely. Peter,
1: be our least curly, reporting live from the Twitter den. <laughs> <laughs> it's get, It forget- looks
0: to me like it's getting more and more
1: toxic. Let's not forget what Twitter was designed for. It's a little bubble where you just try to create your own um new bubble really good? well yeah Within a know. bubble it's an ad, it's an advertising platform is what it is, and um having, you yeah. know it's to drive narratives we all use it for the same thing
2: mm. yeah Slide sometimes I games. use them
1: post videos when I'm drunk after losing on the punt and or winning either way or breaking even sometimes for that matter everyone just needs to take a nice bloody just relax don't take it so serious it's okay have a bit of fun on the tweet that's what it's there for interact with fellow enthusiasts of the wagering
0: yeah, i think i think sometimes people get a little bit lost in their own, like,
1: insecurities. I don't know. I use it to vent when I back a loser. Or pat myself on the back when I back a loser. I hate
0: it. I hate it more and more every day. But it's a necessity, as you said. It's where oh, nice. we do the majority of our advertising and communicating
1: with people, things. And yeah. yeah, great stuff. It is. Love it. I um, don't know how they used to hold... I don't know how the racing industry survived without Twitter. Um,
2: anyway. They used to go on course and talk to yes. each other.
1: Yeah, it's actually... That's true. That's when they used to have people on course and instead of tweeting, what a slaughter... And hang over the fence and say, What a fucking slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, you couldn't if... do that today. Like you, honestly, if you went to the track today and hung over the fence and and abused a jock, you'd get escorted out, wouldn't you? No, you don't.
2: No. Depends how you do it.
0: Yeah.
2: Like First if you're right
0: he's... behind the trainers at sand you can say whatever you want. You're a paying customer.
2: I think if you addressed someone like most people or most trolls do on Twitter and you said that in public, you'd probably have a word spoken yeah. to you and then potentially escorted off. So I think there's a very fine line between what but people be say. It would be great
0: to watch. It would be so good to watch someone like do that and get escorted off and then it would be written about. Like, it'd well,
1: be I'll tell you what, Jack. I'm, I'm likely going to warnable this year. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting down there. If you want me to test the water. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I test the water. I test the water on uh, Monday. You can say you can, you can uh, articulate yourself in a non-like, um, aggressive, non-threatening, non-vulgar way. Like,
1: yeah,
0: that's that's true. Like, hey, Mark, are you going to sit forward on this thing too? So that something like that—that's okay to, to ask.
1: Yeah,
0: right. Like, get a bit like get in their heads pre-race. You reckon? I like to do a bit of pre-race work. I'm watching this one, Willow, you know.
2: <laughs> what do you mean? Willow's the best. He'll always give you like a pre-race, you know, sermon. He'll give I you a like wave. I Willow. like
0: Willow. Willow's one of the not, the more, the, he's a gentleman. Yep. I don't know why I said Willow then. i just. Great yeah. for racing, Willow. He is good for the
1: game. Um, the game. Anyway.
2: Yep. Well, that was fun while I don't it, know, it.
1: to Report, mate. To be honest, I like the card Saturday. I can report that.
0: I can report yeah, that too. I I really like. Um, are you coming back on Saturday, Peter, or after?
2: I may or may not be flying out tomorrow. We'll wait and see. So cool. I'll be on course somewhere.
0: I tell you what's great is um, we've got a really really good setup at Corfield. <clears throat> the MRC do a great job. Um, <clears throat> We're members. You get treated well. We're able to set up like a table and, and have our laptops there, big screens, um, Wi-Fi is great that they provide, um, facilities great, beer is expensive, probably too expensive, but apart from
2: that. Don't have to different. wear a suit in the middle of summer.
0: Yeah, like they do a fantastic job.
2: Don't get kicked I, I out of the bar. The
0: beers are a bit expensive, but um, everything else, I just I couldn't wrap it big enough. It's, it's a Great experience, Caulfield.
2: Yeah, You don't get kicked out of the bar for wearing shorts on a day where it's been 30-plus degrees and humid and then you've got, like, wads of cash hanging out of your pockets. That's all right. Let's not worry about that. Play on advantage. Yeah, yeah. like
0: the Valley kicking out. The, when they were kicking, they kicked out a young bloke for not having socks on on no. All-Star Mall day. Like, isn't that what young blokes wear nowadays? Isn't that, isn't that the point of All-Star Mall?
2: To get young people on board? You know what? I reckon this is this show has made more sense than any other show we've actually ever recorded.
0: You reckon? Really?
2: Yeah, which just means that the rest I of the country is a like, disgrace.
0: In the bottom sort of ten of percent.
2: <laughs> oh well, in that case.
1: <laughs> Where are we uh, this week? Any chance of you finding a sixty-dollar winner on course to uh, again Saturday, Pete?
2: Uh look I mean I snipped the sixty, I think it jumped thirty something, so you know, unfortunately that's what happens, but you would be hanging uh, off me. You've got to be quick.
1: So, so fucking I was actually fifty I was actually fifty point zero two average odds. Good. Yeah, same. <laughs> exactly the same.
2: Fifty Mag- something. Imagine It's good for what ails you. All right, lads. Well that's
1: good because just before you go, that's I'm glad that it won because I don't know whether you could probably hold a seminar while you're over there, Pistol, about, for jocks, that when they're outside the leader, <laughs> to steer their horse around the corner and not drift off the fence <laughs> and let the behind the leader horse through the gap.
2: Well,
1: oh. like, can that just be a standard rule in racing that if you're... Oh, out, hang on. If you're, if you're OSL... Now, Racing Australia don't like bringing in rules that are, you know, vague. Have we spoken about that rule?
0: No,
1: nah. did we already do it last week?
2: No, nah, we didn't speak about that rule either.
0: What in the fuck is that?
1: <laughs> just as just as Pistol was about to say, thanks for joining us. Hey, yeah, that what was in uh... the fuck.
0: What what in the fuck is that? Like, can you imagine that the? <sighs> Open your eyes. I don't know who that <laughs> is. But imagine imagine the boardroom there. Like that, here's like a, there's a massive whiteboard of all the shit that is wrong with racing mm. and they need to fix. Right, where do you want to start guys? Jack four Jack. analyst helping jockeys.
1: <laughs> Jack. When I read when I read that tweet, I went and sat in my thinking chair with my thinking cap on. <laughs> and I don't believe for one minute that's a racing Australia rule. I've got a theory that that rule was pushed in by a certain racing jurisdiction which thinks they may run racing in Australia to maybe put some pressure on or maybe weed out some people that they thought may be doing the wrong thing and might just help push their own agendas for their own racing jurisdictions. We'll wait and see what comes of it, but, um, you know, this doesn't get dropped on Good Friday afternoon. Um, yeah, it's like um,
0: I listen to the, I listen to the sounding board with, with Hutchie and Damo, like, and they call it taking out the trash. It's like peak times to, like, drop shit like media um, announcements and it was like properly taken out of the trash. It was so confusing when it came out that you weren't sure if it was April Fools. I, I thought, thought it,
1: was- it was April Fools. And and it's also and also um you take note of who are the supporters and the defenders of the rules on Twitter as well is also a bit of a giveaway there of um who sort of- who supported it? I didn't see anyone yeah, i I'm, I'm just D Y O R
2: yeah, do your own homework there. You can report yeah, that yeah, next week. Exactly. Curly will be marking the homework, and um,
1: but, but look, we've already seen some changes in the in the jockey management space um, in some states in Australia um, over the last couple, over the last few days. Um, you know, it's I don't know, whatever. It's vague as as hell. I'm glad that the um, the well, fellow. What so jockeys that Australia, though? What what what, what have done? What for someone watching at home? Well, some jockeys have switched managers and um, some jockeys association presidents have come out, um, you know, defending the jocks and, and the people that they get their information from. Like the Victorian Jockeys Association president, is it? Is it Hoisted? Um, someone from Victoria came out. James Winks was on racing.com and, you know, made some some salient points about what he does, you know, with his business on coaching jockeys and, you know, helping with. The mental side of the game, as well as you know, the maps and the form, as well, and provides a great service. And he was supported, you know, by the Victorian Jockeys Association, for what I saw on racing.com. So, but is he now out sp- of a job, basically? No, no. The, no, they're they're saying that he, the, the jockeys in Victoria can can get information from whoever they want, but as far as their interpretation of the rule is, as long as they take the final instruction from the trainer. Ah. Oh. That makes sense. Yeah. So, all very strange. And all very strange. So there's, no, th-
0: there's no real change because obviously that's what that's what happened
1: and happens every time. But they've and they've used that same terminology again of trying to avoid an integrity perception.
0: Yeah. You know what? Yeah. They're, they're big on the perception in racing, aren't they? Oh, it's, they are indeed. Well,
2: with certain things.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, I was going to say. Let's not think about it, it too much. Does more damage for the perception of gambling when you kick off like the Heelsville, the Hillsville Grays at nine a.m. Mm. Like, yeah, you're not
1: going to please everyone, and you're not going to please anyone really. I don't know. I don't know. I've sort of wasted my time. Fucking, I wasted my time tweeting about it. I wasted my time considering replies to replies. It's um, it's just another.